everybody. Welcome back to the gas station. It's What's your boy, going on? Tyler, your homie Glenn. We got our special friend, Billy G from Long Island himself, musician, cannabis advocate, connoisseur, and uh, all around specialist, if you will. You know it. It's fair to say, my man. Thank you for such a <laughs> kind introduction. Oh, of course, my G. Thank you so much for coming here. Yeah, we talked about this for a minute. It's finally happening. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn has a, you know, Glenn has a, an insane amount of people he knows, but uh, I think you are amongst uh, you know one of the highlighted ones here. So I I'm stoked and I dare I dare say I dare say honored to have you here, my G. For sure. So it's like you know when things work out, this just worked out great. Yeah, you know there is a, there a little bit of a like great timing hitting up with good fortune. For sure. And I love that. The planets yeah. align. Billy G you from know, Long I just Island. Had no friends. I had no friends. <laughs> I met Glenn, and he was like, "Yeah, I play guitar, man." I'm like, "Puff," and he was like, "Yeah." So I was like, "All right, cool," and that was it. And it was like it. Uncle Bill off the rip, you know. Billy G from Long Island. Uncle Beazle. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. For real, I, you know, because like my family, I come from a big New York family, so meeting someone like him it was like being around my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I felt so at home. Yeah, like all the great like stories. Dad. Dad. No, you had all the great stories. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad always told crazy stories from New York. You know, that crazy sh- And you got stories uh, that, like, run side so to side. So we, don't, we, don't, we don't have to name, like, specifics of areas, but uh, have you been in this area for a while, my G? I've been here about three years. Okay, so I was going to say, so there, there's a level of resonance that Glenn, I think, is talking about, too, just to add some color there. Um, our area was heavily marketed to Chicago and New York. So all the kids, like, like Glenn, myself included, grew up hearing these stories of both of these magnificent cities. Oh, yeah. You know, so you, know, you get what I'm saying? And so you know, when he's yeah, like, yeah, it's like the big many, city. They were like, oh, yeah. you know, people, some people from, from this here small have never town, even seen you, you I don't realize like, how many Chicagoans. How do you say that? Chicagoans? Chicagans? Yeah. Chicagans. Uh, city town in Runnyside. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize how many people from Chicago were here. And they have like a, their own Spanish population who are like not New mm-hmm. Yorkian at all. It's, so that was something totally crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's, a, oh. it's a pretty wild demographic. You know, you see so much culture there, though. Where here you couldn't, you couldn't get certain kind of foods or certain things in New York. You can get yeah. that anytime. The thing about this little area is it has its little own little pizza culture for for sure. It has an amazing pizza. I would. I, Man, some of this could pass. Yeah, no, it for sure, because some of them guys really came I told from you up that there. Chinese spot that could pass too for New York Chinese man, and I'm, I tend to be considered an aficionado when it comes to food. I like, wouldn't call myself a foodie. That's a little yeah, no. Type, but like, but I, I, two out of two out of four times I come in Bill's house, he's cooking and he's making me eat a plate at least. Yeah, he can always see like this. Yeah, that is that is <laughs> he got to eat. I said, you want to I don't really eat spicy food. I'm like spicy. It ain't spicy. It's just sauce. Few, <laughs> few things unite the northeast and the southeast. Like food hospitality ritual for sure. Yeah, and anyone you're anytime you're in a house coming in, you know you have like whether it be the sauce, whether it be the gravy, you know, cobbler, we call it yeah. the Italians. It's it's sauce, but it's the gravy. Gravy is once you have meat in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. see that's what I'm saying. It was the gravy exactly because it was a meat gravy. It was I, different. I, I actually looked it up on things. Is that what they say? I looked it up on Google. Yeah, me and my girl. Marinara is sauce. Marinara is sauce with no meat. A little if you want. Marinara is sauce with no meat. Marinara means like marine from the fish or like from the sea. Marinara, like the marine, the marina. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's for fish. So it's basically empty because you didn't go fish till you got to the. 
you know, till the guy came home yep. from, from, from the... And that's when they would make, like... port. Till what's he came it back called? to port. My mom always gets it. You know, what's it called? Like, the the oysters and the stuff like that in the sauce, in the gravy, uh, with this pasta? What's it called? I don't know, but you're getting get linguine and clam White sauce. sauce. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, just I the, no, the red sauce, once you put meat in it, that becomes ragu. Ragu means I just gravy forget the name. Sicilian. You know, they always get it. It kind of comes with the oyster and the... Scampi? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No. Like shrimp scampi? I'm thinking Zuba de Pesh. Yeah, it's, some, it's one of those Zuba kind of names. You know like what I'm saying? Soup and the fish. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. Zuba de fish. <laughs> Zuba de fish. I grew up hearing words like that all the time. That You would be like, yo, what's this dude oh, saying? Yeah. That was normal where I grew up. Well, we yeah. always heard like a half English, half Italian. Well, when I grew up in Long Island, it wasn't quite like anything like the city where you guys from. I, I could yeah. even know your dad's generation, both of you, like... The generation right before me, basically. I yep. could basically see it perfectly going into the city, and that's where you hear the stories about, you know, guys are buying all these nickel bags and selling them for yeah. $20 a shot. Yeah. Oh, they were making mad money. And where they go, who's on park in Queens? And they get the bang. And it was like, you know, that was all fantasy. It never really... I should seen it. If you don't mind me asking, so what was your first experience with cannabis? My first experience? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <coughs> Excuse me. My dad smoked. I feel like <coughs> he's being vindicated because he wasn't like a druggie, but he smoked weed. I think I stole it from him, and I smoked it. <coughs> I did not get off. I couldn't get high. It was weird the first couple times. Like, it just didn't work. Sometimes it does with people. I guess if you teach them how to inhale properly that first time. Yeah, yeah, Even though yeah. I thought I was but, inhaling. Yeah, but it, joint right. like smoking or classic bowl? I would so? say joint. I probably learned from TV. Or, so yeah, but know. see, even with that, I understand that kind of theory too. Because my first couple times smoking, I don't really think I fully understand what was going on. Can you grab me a do? Yeah, yeah, Kev. So you were that young? Could you? I was, could you? Yeah, I was eleven years old. Can you grab a do? <laughs> no, you're good. Just joking. It's right in my cooler. Right yeah, it's there. right nice. there, bro. Thank you so much, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Thank you, bud. Thank you, Papa. Yeah, man. And it's one of those things. So that young, I mean, when can I be real? And this is probably not condoned, but when I was a child, I remember a memory of maybe six years old where my dad put weed in a corncob pipe and let me smoke it. Oh, your dad crazy. No, my he dad was, was a fucking no. nutcase. Though. No, yeah, my dad you was get what a I'm saying? hypocrite. Yeah. yeah, which is beautiful to have a dad yeah. who's like, oh, no. I smoke weed, but I'm going to hide it from my child because oh, yeah. still, their brain's not developing all kinds of things. You don't want them getting into that shit. So when was the first time you were like, oh, shit, like this got me. This is it. Oh, man, I can remember that. My dad, I think he had that shit in the freezer. Then I didn't, I was so naive. I didn't know that he, like, he sold. I had to find out from, like, other people. I'm good. I had to find out from other people and shit. And that was, like, really weird for me because I'm, like, you know, I was known as, like, the dude who had weed because I started stealing at maybe, like, 11. Not a lot, but. So I go to my friend Luigi's house. You want to talk about Italian, man? You know, find me from uh, Naples. You got brown or white curly hair, you know? And uh, his mother could cook. And she looked like the lady on the olive oil bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Classic. I go to Luigi, he's older, you know, shit, my dad hated Luigi, because Luigi was like a dude with a mustache that was as tall as my dad, but he never grew, he's like 4'11 still. Wow. Shout out to Luigi. And, uh, yeah, shout out, come on the show. And, uh, he had a brother, right, Mario? Salvador. This, fucking, <laughs> this is real shit, my dude. This ain't no fucking video game. This yeah. ain't no but yo, Salvatore and Luigi. Just on they call me in my neighborhood and you guys used to talk Italian and like this. And they're yeah. making the tomatoes in the backyard yeah, and the fire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see. But uh yo, and, and we got stoned and I was like, whoa, like he dad. smoked with you? No, me and Luigi. I, I basically stole it from my dad. Yeah. I booked it to Luigi's house. Luigi was old. He that was the spot. It up, he smoked it. Yeah. He had the brown easy waters. I passed 7 Eleven. Sal, like, Sal was my boy, but he, he might have smoked with us then, but he stopped smoking way early. 
You notice that when your friends that you don't smoke with, they kind of go towards beers, or they just go and hang out with other like weird people. I was right. like, yo, I guess I, he was I, hanging out with the older crowd. People, yeah, a lot of people made me feel like I was a druggie because I started started using blood, like using weed. Well, you you were coming up and just just for audio listeners and uh, for those who that's the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, right. yes, yes. So I know I was gonna say that's nineteen. That, that was probably nineteen eighty. <laughs> Date. I felt breaking in the song. No, but 1988, and I smoked. I remember walking home, and I was so in my own head. So I was talking. I didn't think anyone could hear me, and I floated. That was like a mile and a half walk. I walked down the street, man. I walked through a woods, and now people would probably, you know, 12-year-old kid. You don't want a child to walk through that woods. It's crazy. But things were different back then. 1988. Did they talk? Like, that didn't happen back then. Like, kids weren't going missing and crazy stuff. I mean, no, no, that shit was happening, but you just didn't have the internet to promote what was happening. Yeah, where they are. People didn't have cell phones. We're tracking devices everywhere, yeah. Your parents didn't even want you in the fucking house to fucking watch you. You you said, you know, you you saw your pops, uh, you know, with it. Uh, Yeah, no, I didn't. No, you never seen him smoke it or anything? No, I could smell it. Maybe I seen him smoke when I was little. I had some repressed memories. But he would smoke with my brother in the boat, but he wouldn't smoke in front of me because I had a big fucking mouth that's what it'd say yeah okay. I feel straight up I, I get it and well and what makes me wonder too is how much more of a stigma cannabis was back in the oh, now, nowadays much more. yeah and nowadays it still has it well, for people who are a little well, this is the biggest thing. older but oh what a perfect ring man that was a, a, amazing yeah. turned into a heart but man. i can only imagine what it was like perhaps your first time doing it you know and like in the world when that was happening like well, the, the 80s was sick because, uh, you know, yeah. you had the Cold War. There was a lot of political stuff, and you were learning, and, like, we didn't have, say, the Internet to have, say, that vast of a... Control? No, yeah, a pick or there weren't. Yeah. I could get really in-depth with something else because that information was available. It wasn't no, available. Was, it no, only so what people, was given to you was What available. was given to you was, you know, and so there were people so that, that knew about truth. politics when you yeah. were little kids and shit. You didn't even, you know, like I see now, some kids like, I said, why are Cuban cigars illegal? I was like, dude, because all the weed content... Weed? What are you talking about? Like, yeah, and 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 like I was yeah, so the stupidest anything. fucking dude I ever met. Yeah, and I'm like, realizing, yo, you ever heard of the Cold War? Have you ever heard of uh, uh, the Cuban guy? Uh, what's his name? Cuban Castro, Fidel Castro, yeah, Castro. Yeah, right. communism. Yeah, yeah. 1963, Cuban Missile Crisis, trade embargoes, the Monroe Doctrine. Mm. I mean, you know, right. Kennedy. Kennedy. History. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, JFK. That's, that's what, he was that's what that's stopped what, being yeah. taught. Yeah, they only. Oh, and well, the whole thing. He decided <laughs> not to launch the missiles and like yeah. the, yeah, the yeah, whole that was, vibe. Yeah, yeah. He got us out of the war with Cuba, which Germany. was all a crazy cover up. Yeah, right? I think like he. Yeah, <laughs> he pulled like some ancient fucking document that James Monroe wrote. Like I, I would say somewhere around 1860s or something. I feel like, and it was like called the Monroe Doctrine, and it didn't allow any colonies from. Uh, Eastern, you know, anything, basically anybody from Europe could not come to this side of the Primeridian, I guess goes this way, and, and colonize. No no Western colony, no, something like that. No what colonies to colony here. And, and, he, and that's how he did it. So Russia had to get out by, like, you know, Geneva Convention from the beginning type shit. You yeah. went through, and I mean, that had to be crazy. You know, that's wild. Living Shout through that. Mr. Tyler, American history. Nice yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Mr. Tyler, if you see the, yeah. come on the show. It's like, nah, he... He's gone. Yeah. yeah. No, Tyler's good money, man. He's nice. 26 money. back then, yeah, bro. So yeah. Nice. Nice. He's still brother. kicking it. Yeah, he's one of those guys that like studied history so it doesn't repeat yeah. itself. On yeah. He's like, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to make those mistakes. I'm pretty healthy right now. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's As a teacher, he's now. probably so stoked. He's like, 
My dog, he, he really took away the lesson. <laughs> Dude, there's a couple teachers that nah, probably did think, but yeah. He made an impact on me. Yo, so. how important is it just to have that one good teacher? It's that important. It's oh, I insane. think just anybody that, you know, wants to get an education worth anything, you know, if you can't build a rapport with an educator, yeah. you're messed up. You're not asking enough questions. <coughs> but I was probably like that annoying kid that said, why? Why? You know, and. Well, that's good, though, to ask questions, but you were mm -hmm. seeking something, more yeah, like yeah, knowledge, yeah. more, Oh yeah. right? Nowadays, what do you do all day? You're we constantly remember when we're talking about stuff, we'll be Googling it. We find the answers. Some will, we I learn mean, something. We used to. We can retain this information. It's like we, but some people can just read it. It's like, but you're not really learning anything, you I know? I can't believe when someone, like, don't Google stuff and they actually spit, like, some type of conjecture. Right. I'm like, why would you even say that when you yeah. know you guys? It's right here. The answer is right there, and you're going to sit here and tell me something that's Unvaxxed. Yeah. Wow. Well, you don't believe the internet. The, the, you know, yeah, uh, well, you believe anything they say on the internet. I'm like, no, this isn't that type of information source, man. Yeah, know your sources. Yeah. Not sauce. And I'll not, slide not it back marinara. so you guys can get a little more context. See, if you slide further, then I'll just slide back and this is good. It's nice now. I'm about to do that Polar Abdul song. I take two steps forward, he takes two steps back. We puffing now and have a attack. I'm kidding. I heard Paul Abdul was on the plane that uh, uh, Aaliyah was on when it crashed. Really? You lived. believe that? And lived. That's what I heard, bro. You know, she's Jewish. You want that? Kev, you, you have that stock because you're Jewish too. You have one of those sound things back there somewhere. Whatever Billy did, I don't know. It was Jewish. I have no clue what it was. <laughs> a, music, a musical interlude of a uh, Hebrew nature. Got it. Thank you. I know it'll be killer if you make it. Was it Hava? Remember that yeah. day we were sitting there bugging? This is where I like, yeah. I like. I said, dude, I swear, I think I sing better now than I'm old. No, he's, I'm not like partying. I was like, no, he showed me his tracks too. He does sing. He he really he's got control over his voice now. Hard. Well, it was it was funny. He's just got the confidence now. I, I I was feeling good, man, and I'm just doing it. And we started doing Hava Miguel Hava, and I was playing, and it was oh, he was like playing in it, like yeah, <laughs> and yeah, like Trev didn't know. I was like, is he going for it? And I started dancing on. That wasn't the time I broke actually the pick card for a Stratocaster. Mm -hmm. That was the second time I did Hava, and it just it was nice. Yeah, it goes hard. I was bugging out. I was actually like performing in my living room for. A Sometimes I wonder months. if the neighbors are gonna be like, "Yo, it's, it's, well, they there's want a me to Oh, I got a deaf old man next door, man. He don't know shit. Oh, anyway. What Sorry, yeah. You want to hit the wood? No, I'm good. So, what did you guys spoke back in the day? You guys ever spoke the woods? Yo, you want to talk about the first once, the first time a white dude seen a blunt? 1989. Um, we meet this dude Terrell, Terrell, because then there's Terrell. That's later. Terrell is like, a, he's from Amanicola, he's from like Bellport, which is a, a different kind of neighborhood and shit, and he's young like us, so he's actually a little older than us, and he showed us a, a Philly Blunts, and it was all about the Philly. Big was, ones, the big Phillies, like right? Like uh, rap music was like, Rumpel Tilskin, what is a Rumpel Tilskin? Like pre child Call Quest, all these like weird, and then like I said, politically conscious. It was, uh, it was pretty crazy. I think about it because I can put the music to like the, the time. So, all right, all just right. Uh, Google Rumpeltilskins, buddy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you could pretty much mark that quote by date. <laughs> That's crazy. Sure. What, uh, what were the first kind of strains up in that northeast area? Because I know back in the day, you know. Were we talking was... about that the other day? Like, first it was Northern Lights. Like, and if you, you, you couldn't just have Northern. I couldn't just like, but if you knew somebody, and like the, the plug always had like his 
jar. It was first started seeing a jar with northern lights in it. The first head stash, like that was the that yeah, was, it the was head northern. Stash oh, you got have? the northerns, yeah. And I didn't like, my, I couldn't afford it. Like I, guys, like my brother. And How much was the price there. back then on a zip? If if we, they were running like cheap drove for like even states still three hundred, that was like the four hundred dollars shit. Okay, that was like yeah, or a buck twenty a quarter. Or the guy grew it, he only grows six ounces at a time. He makes a bump in the quarters and he gets, you know, ninety dollars a quarter straight across. Right. Yeah, dude. And it was, yeah, it'd be different. Then it was the jar weed. It was like all good. It'd and it be was like, like the exotics of modern day. Pretty more than, much. yeah. Guys were already procuring <coughs> seeds from, from really probably from Amsterdam, wherever it was to get the best because. Yeah, someone like was going then, to get the genetics, though. Do you guys also worse. have oh, those skunky sativas? Well, skunks and sativas. Yeah, well, first it was a hydro click, and then it, it, so then you seem like that price range of different outdoor stuff come around, and that was always like. You thought it was hydro until you you, you knew you better, but it was not, still yeah. but that would be good. Yeah, it was, it was good, like, but until you seen the fucking. So that shit would be it was like just done well ounce. for what that it would was. be two hundred ounce when hydro was three kind of stuff. Okay, but then exotics came out, and the first things I seen was like blueberries and grapefruit. Okay, and yeah, if that was uh, if grapefruit was, started blowing face, yeah, that, that was yeah, that's the first time I bought grapefruit. It was stuff, like, yeah, you yeah, know. About like you know, Napoli's and Thai coming together. Fifty five. I didn't see Napoli's till ten years later. Really. Yeah, like really? the Royal Nepal. You're bringing me, like, I, I think they call it Royal Nepal. Mm-hmm. That was Holy a really good shit. one. That smelled very hashy. It smelled like sativa. Right. See, the thing that I love about this, my G, is that it's a, it's a beautiful time in the history of cannabis where Dude, there he, were kind of these pure regional. So, yeah. like, when you got, like, Thai, yeah. you know, it was legit something so unique. It, right. oh, it was less you got the product and you knew it was the product, like, you was getting that. Yeah. Let's just say the grapefruit or this, or even when it was like before my time, the gold weed. Mm-hmm. You knew you were getting the product because there was like no Colombian. in it. Bro, it wasn't someone calling, has... calling some bag of shit sour diesel and just yeah. because of their name, and that's why nobody respects no. the name. Especially here in, yeah, in the hill. They'd be like, oh, name, you just changed that shit in the other room. Yeah. I'm like, yo, honey, no, man, this shit is on the internet. I don't write the internet. No, he pulled out the internet, cannabis Bible. Internet. You know what I'm saying? It had every, it's had strains, and the weed looks so different. Yeah. The how oh, unique they look. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's incredible. One and three. Yep. Yeah, dang. And then yeah, I have other couple books. Bro, I'm talking about I'm talking about document. Like to see how different our weed is today. Like there was things I never seen. You want to hear something the crazy? Little mm-hmm. years ago when I got in trouble, I had a book. I think it was called the Big Big Book of Bud. Mm-hmm. And it was like a really informative grow book, man. That's where I learned everything from. And that was like the reason that Bud Sativa is because it's closer to the equator. So it'd be a land mm-hmm. race in like Columbia or anything yeah. south of the equator or yeah. close because it has these long days. And that's yeah. why it should take so much longer. And, to um, finish up and grow, yeah, yeah. it takes advantage of the time we're talking about. that big book of Bud, man. I got in trouble, wow. man. They fucking charged me with like a, a grow paraphernalia book. Because of that. Well, because you I had, had enough information. And different yeah, shit. So yeah. they charged it and as maybe, a whole thing. I think that, yeah, because it was in commission with a crime, maybe it looked like an instruction manual. <laughs> and right. I was like, yeah, like a handbook to growing? Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I feel you. And that was 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I can understand how they would trip about something like that. Did you get any of this, Papa? Nowadays, it's like public info. You yeah, pass this really. to Kev when he comes around. Yeah, I ended up doing it three years. Three years. Yeah. I did, and with no, no early release program, twenty six months. Yo, do you, would you mind talking about that? Because I've no, had a couple no. people that have gotten. No, in yeah, there. I wouldn't mind talking. And about. so I, I just ask the the main thing I always find that's fascinating about that is, despite people often like getting you know pinched or picked up for like possession or small things or however like there's is always an amount of that that exists in the prison system 
Was oh, that is that oh, an accurate like s- situation? Oh, oh like yeah. weed in prison? Yeah. Well, you're because, saying like they're smoking when doobies. You go state, like if you have money and shit, especially if your family could just keep you stocked with food and they know. Is it the scene? Yo, I got the J here. Yeah, is it the scene from Goodfellas? You'll be lucky if nah, but you could pretend. No, if you were mobbed, it would like that for real. No, that shit is like you're in a special program. That's rich people shit. Nah, nah, it's you know it's it's achievable. Well, you say you got money, you know what I'm saying? If you go into a certain special, but money and connections are different, you know. I know people that like were taken care of maybe the mentally handicapped and got stayed in some program that was sweet like that but in reality man jail wasn't that bad when they're cooking on the microwave you're chopping up onions and garlic for real and making real sauce with like uh, we use canned meats and they use and the guy who'd use sauce canned meats he'd put the gravy right in with the sauce we'd have these big ass Tupperwares and we'd have a we'd have a guy from maintenance make us a bucket from a five gallon bucket and <laughs> have to cut that shit with a sawzall and we make these microwave proof containers so we could cook these fucking badass jail meals in Damn. I did that, yeah, for real. You go out and play Halo. Okay, so it is kind of the Goodfellas. Oh, thing. yeah. Oh, it's yeah, definitely like, close. It it's just a weird, little, you know, like, it's not just six TV. guys no. watching yeah, TV no, eating no. lobster. No, again, if they, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, but there are definitely the, guys the cooking food. The only food you could eat is fucking, has to be um, where it can't be frozen. It has to be like fresh. Well, I can't explain it. No, no, it has to be pre-cooked. They can't give you a raw steak. The steaks okay, would have I get to get a saying. totally everything is a like pre-made meat. It would yeah. have to be like canned can, no, or something. No, you get some vacuum sealed shit. So you it, could get oh okay, yeah, but oh, it'd just be pre-cooked. Okay. Yeah, and you couldn't get shit that had to be frozen. Like I couldn't get frozen vegetables legally. We always had our ways and you shit. You couldn't I mean, get like a whole job with the ice, man. You could get paid just doing ice. I mean, it might, might be something stupid like fucking a dollar a week, but. I want thirty fucking ice a week. No, but yeah, man, because you got to keep the ice on. What else are you getting illegal shit? Or your boy works in the. You know what I'm saying? Where they take out the garbage? Yeah, for real. Because then, yeah, when they're throwing out that shit, and I see guys get this, this certain kind of fish. I think it's called bacalada. Spanish guys love that shit. They fry that in the microwave with margarine and do the shit. Now salsa playing. Frying that shit up. Baseball game on TV. Yeah, now it'll be like a Saturday or like oh. a holiday. Yeah, for real. That's what's up. There was reefer in there too. Uh, People yeah, were smoking. Was there was actually like almost like some diesel. A nice, remember when nice shit came through. All of a sudden, you could smell it in the jail. Yeah, of course, the whole jail. Yo, I actually tried to work something out and the fucking kid jerked me. Really? Yeah, I think he pretty much kept it. And he, he ended up fucking, I think when after I went to a minimum, he got fucking caught with that bag, trying to pass that bag that he stole from me. Really? Pretty much. That's, that's what I Instant heard. karma. Yeah. Yep, and then after we got out, fucking, I seen him right in parole like that day and he just kind of dipped. And he was sitting, I was sitting there with his girl like, what, he just dipped on me? And she knows me because I think we gave it to her anyway. Wow. But everybody's like, I'm like, I ain't gonna do nothing. I ain't give a fuck yeah. about a bag. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, for real. I went home on 26. So I just I need slid out. Take yeah. Dudes would get called for urines, though. And man, if they catch you dirty, um, you know, you go in the box. And that's like when you're in the box, they'll be like, Yo, you're in jail. I'm like, we're in jail, but that's jail. Yeah, that's like <laughs> the <laughs> isolation <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> Yeah, you ain't flying up no bacalada. Yeah, you ain't flying shit, bro. You can't do nothing. <laughs> no rec time, son. For real. No bacalada. How bad was the charge? How how long did you get when you went? It was for it was for a reefer shit. One of the times. Man, oh man. Damn. How how about? I was always just that was the only thing I fucked with. But I, I had a friend like it was my partner, kind of. I don't know what even to call him, but you know. So I never said nothing, and uh, everyone, you know. It's not like they say, hey, here, if you rat, we're going to give you this. And uh, if you don't, you know, unless you start ratting, I guess, making deals. I don't know what making deals yeah, like, they have. They were ratting also, for sure. Oh, I just didn't say, you know, you say you didn't say nothing. So they never said nothing to me per se. But, you know, I remember in the beginning, he he had ecstasies, man. He had ecstasies in my place. He was supposed to get them out. And it wasn't. It was a thousand e-pills or something. Damn. Yeah, I was looking at like something. But that guy got me three years, which is a mandatory, um, almost a mandatory minimum. 
I think he could have got me too, but uh, you know, it was so yeah. shit and that grow equipment and shit. And I never had no grow equipment. I had never grown yet, and I just had this equipment that my man gave me. Because once you start making money, people start giving you shit. Yeah, yeah. Start meeting shit. And oh, well, start start buying favors for right, the future yeah, when course. they see you on the come up. Or oh, they owe you some money like, oh, or something. They're like, well, I got you're these making lights. that bread? Well, here you I go. Here's a deposit. This. It's yeah. the same reason people that are no, preaching like, no, will give you oh, a Bible he, at the no, door. No, this motherfucker you know? makes things happen. So, like, yeah. you know, give it to him. Maybe he could yeah. get a spark and hook up this electric, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I never even got that far. He always wanted to. That, that was a beautiful idea. I'd say that part of the culture has got to be for people out west or do you guys have LEDs back in the day heck no I think we were just high pressure sodium no, yeah. HSPs you needed the ballast and then I, I even got the dig I had the digital ballasts and I still never got to do one yeah I, I think I even had one here man I just gave them shits away I can't even have the, I just yeah but the LEDs has come really really far like oh, you know all the heat issues of the back in the oh, day I'm yeah. saying if you can run them that cheap man I don't know I don't know why people don't go back to clones and isolate because I see what happened with the yeah. seeds, man. When mother like plants and shit. If, you can, if someone says, oh, I can just go buy these seeds tomorrow and shit, and not, they basically control what shit they give you. And if it's worse, it's not really the fucking anybody's fault except to pass that seed off, you know? Okay. So, like, consistency with clones is just so much different. I think that the weird part is, is like sometimes you will get, like, so if you bought a bunch Thank of you, seeds, bro. not all of them are going to be like, beyond f2 or like a, a extremely stable cut you know so some exist only as clone only you know and you're exactly right those are like really really strictly regulated like bubba phenos. kush and stuff well, like that special real special stuff i heard bubba kush is like yeah. that like that used to be like you know who's a dude like us used to control that to imagine going to a place where like you're seeing you know this guy's got the sour diesel clone and that's like on it, and not even in rap music yet. It'll be in rap music in a couple months, and you're seeing these dudes grow up, man. I'm going into Williamsburg, and I couldn't really tell who was doing it, but I know it was Daft. Yeah. And I was smoking it, and it was good. It was expensive. I bet it was amazing. Yeah. So it was the original. The, the not, real, there was yeah. no New York Saudi. It was called. It was Saudi. Yeah, yeah. And they had, yeah, they had other code names and shit like Chernobyl. I don't know what that means. Maybe it was Chernobyl. Grown, maybe it was grown by Russian guys. That's all I could think Ooh, of. Oh, okay. They had other stuff called like we'd have something called the God. The God is like. If you want to charge you an extra six hundred or whatever it is to make an extra something, anyway, they they be acting real funny. The man with the fire acts funny. For real. So when when sour hit New York, that's kind of like uh, the era, if you will. If I understand, it's almost like a weed celebrity, bro. If you could pull that shit out, I man, you'd be like a fucking weed. You celebrity. get in anywhere. If yeah, you already in, shit. yeah. We were, you were already yeah. in. <laughs> was yeah, exactly. It wasn't even a question. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, and I, man, I remember rolling Because he was telling me they used to what? You used to put it in the... They had it in the jar. The jar. It was the one, gram. How much? 1.5. Sorry, but was it 1.5 for 50? 1.5 50. Yeah, you, I see. The Grateful Dead, they they ran the chem dog, right? That's that's that what was, those guys. I heard were. that's where the strain came from. Yeah. Dead yeah. guys. Yeah, and so they were selling seventy five dollar ace back in the day. So it makes a lot of sense that if something was high end, fifty for a gram and a half, you know, in the city too, where people well, not, yeah. people know, will put, pay whatever well, for that whatever. Was, that was in Long Island. The guys in the city actually, yo, you go to the city and pay more because it's like this totally commercialized. You're not, you know, a guy in the city he isn't buying um he doesn't five hundred dollars worth of weed. He's gonna buy a fucking a hundred and try and smoke it with this girl. You know, it was a Man, it was city is kind of the glitz. Well, and the glamour, I'm just thinking, right? you know, when I was out there, it was like Williamsburg was just getting hot, and it was uh, it was crazy because you could get a uh, uh, these lofts for like uh, I don't know, 
was it ten dollars a square? Something like a dollar a square foot. So 1,500 square feet. Yeah, 1,500 bucks. Which dollar is cheap square in foot. New York. Yeah, yeah, man. The guys from the Midwest were coming out. These guys were so smart. They knew. Then they were teaching me about weed. These guys was buying up, so, man. And it was just, it was crazy. That was like some real shit. Uh, I couldn't. And then some of the music that came out of there. And that was all like, um, I was seeing it get all hyped up. I was like, <laughs> it was funny. Like seeing guys cook wax. Guy in Bed Bath and Beyond and shit, like these hipsters and shit. And they got all this Pyrex and, and um, the <laughs> other guys down there, they got the Pyrex and they had some kind of shit that they were using. That, and that's how they started shooting the first wax, like yeah. all unstable in New York. <laughs> it was it was pretty crazy. And what year would you say that was when the the wax? The fir- I'll tell you the first. I can tell you exactly, man. I was like 2011, 2012, and I'm seeing okay. a dude cook it right at the table, and he's grinding up the butter. He has three nice, and these Cali buds were nice. I don't know if they were hydro or something, but he had the real strains too. Like he had a sour. Uh, Whatever strain he had, he was able to make a wax of. So then we had the net waxes named and like banana kush made like what we call now looks like live resin. Banana would just make that. We call that banana crack. It looked like actually like an extraction. It was fucking insane. And banana would good banana would just do that. I've never seen any good banana since. You know what? In like a. Uh, have you ever heard of Corey Haim? Who? Corey Haim. Well, he was an actor from the eighties. Ben okay. nineteen eighty nine. But uh, he uh. No, that's a good weed. It's one of the best. It's in the strains of veins of the, the strands. Crazy. I, I think good banana is really hard to find because unless it's taken extremely well care of, it seems like the banana flavor so is earthy. like an ester. And it's it, like can, an aftertaste. It, it can really fade out of the bud unless you get it fresh. I smoked some banana source. cream pie that was fresh and, and that shit in a backwoods tastes like banana it's right, it's, it's really earthy. That, yeah, it is yeah. earthy, though. It, it, is, like, it went, yep. And I remember we always talk about that with the banana shit. It'll I, always be like too earthy. But I'll tell you this. I remember this dude, and he was like a... He taught me some shit about shit. And you would think, and he was in Queens, and that dude grew a kick-ass garden, dude. I go, I go, you know, Queens is in New York City. But it's a, a borough, so it's a little different. Yeah, it's like a mini nation. <laughs> right. So many. Borough has like a, so this is, yeah, it's Queens. But Howard Beach by the water is like a whole other warp zone of different Queens... Because they have a, 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 mariner, a marinara community, a, mar, uh, a marine community. Okay. Yeah, I'm about a marinara community, though. That would be nice. Man, I want to live in that world. Dying there is, yeah. uh, and my friend Mikey, he was of uh, Hispanic and Irish. <laughs> yeah, I'll call all the meat sauce just sauce, so someone can correct me and yeah. tell me it's gravy. Start a fight So instantly. long as they let me and try now, the gravy. meat sauce, that's a bolognese. But we really should uh, look that up. If I Don't quote me on that. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. A hunch of, you know, spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, yo, some people that go ham on that shit. You like, I love to smoke and just watch people cook really good food. I you know what I'm saying? And I put on cooking you know, shows all the time. The the Italian style of cooking is like very intimate. You know, so you could cook yeah, like yeah. 17 meats for yeah, two just, and yeah, a yeah. half days to make one meat yeah. sauce. I consider myself know? like American. Like, if oh, anything, you, I was like a Polish yeah. cook, but man, like when mm-hmm. my wheelhouse of cooking is probably Italian. You ever seen what some of them pizza places do? They burn the sauce down meat. almost to the bottom and they collect that up and they make certain pizzas with that sauce, like these really rusket. It's I've weird. It's, no, I, I watched it on they, with uh, with um, Action Bronson went to a place. And the guy they, was they, making they crazy. Put, or, yeah. put sauce yeah. on the top of a pizza. Sometimes 
you could cook the sauce down. Right, on, it'll cook right on top of that pizza, pretty I, dark. I have some friends that are, you know, pretty exceptional cooks, and they come from like a deep heritage. They they take the meat sauce, they cook it extremely low, and then they they turn it off, and let it sit overnight, just exposed, and you know. I'm not in the fridge. Really scared nothing. to do that. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I get it, but like the sauce, my man, it's like the, oh, it's no, one I of those things where the, crazy. Pr- the proof yeah. is in the pudding. Oh man, yeah. I didn't I get so sick, afraid. but I get I get spooked. Yeah, you're gonna dude, break that happened. <laughs> Yo, listen, I, 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 dude, I I've been using that technique, yeah. except I throw it out because it's my well, my girl leaves it out because I you know I thought she was gonna eat and maybe put yeah. it away. She left I the did, sauce yeah. out and I thought, yo, I couldn't. I just can't eat it or serve my family. That yeah, I'm like, the same way, dude. I, I sat out overnight. If I had a, a thermometer and I was doing some, you know, um, um, where you like a like a regulation for yeah, temperature, yeah, yeah, yeah. warmer or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What do you call that? Uh, industry. Bacteria uh, grows so quick on things after it's not safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better. Food, food safety handlers course. Ashes, bro. Every time I look down, I'm just like, dude, that's the hardest blasted. part about a white sheet. Is, T-shirt and uh, being a smoker, dude. I, I I'll best. literally put a brand new shirt on, get in the car, be smoking, and look down. But I told mm-hmm. you, you got to be white tea. You should have a couple in the trunk at all times. I always do. Since you said it, I said he's right. You got to. Yeah. Sometimes I just keep the dude, supreme you, ones in there just to really check. Our first em. piece of merch is just a breakaway white tea with a white T-shirt under it. You buy the breakaway white tea, we'll include a white tea for free. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost think if if honestly we should just make white T-shirts. Right, help me. I get a bunch of them, too. What if I get a deal with Haynes and I'm saying, I'm going to be your next Michael Jordan here. I'm going to sell more than Fruit of the Loom. We're going to bring Haynes back. And they're like, we'll give you 30% if you could really run it. Okay, well, and we run it. I say, you need to make them a little thicker because my I mean, Italian in, nips in, are showing through these things. In the podcast, all right? in the podcast Make them a little space, softer. You're going to make all three X's, actually one X's. Or you call it a one XW. It's there you go. One XG. Are you trying to change a lot? One XG. You're talking t-shirts. No, I'm bringing t-shirts. t-shirts. One XG. Yeah, I'm not underwear X. modeling. The world's not ready for that. Come on, this is a Bring children's a show. That no, we'll get JT. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll make some real buddy. Yeah. Well, JT's going to train me, and then you, me and JT will do it. Just pay me to pay me to print him. Yeah. Yeah. From New York, I do that all the time. Look, I, I got a new guy. He's right. <laughs> go right around the corner. Yeah, right down there. Go down yeah, the block. You laugh, man. But during what Hurricane Sandy. It was like a lot of printing equipment, especially clothing. Yeah, yeah man. We, we talk about that shit. We want to do that shit. We want to do York, merch. I mean, they, they had a lot of, I would see print setups, and it was funny because I knew a little bit about it because I, I had a buddy that did that when I was younger. So enough about it to be like, wow, you don't recognize. And it was cool. It was, it was a niche there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I went crazy, and I told all these guys, like, for us, it would be really great to build out, like, someone else's podcast idea, including a merch option, which would mean, like, hey, you you want a Frisbee, a mug, pens, a T-shirt, a bag, leather, whatever, you know, we can print on it and do a thing. And honestly, the machine is, I think it was, like, 16K. Which, in terms of like what it could do, is not Cheap. that much. Yeah, yeah you probably got a payment plan on lease to own. Mm-hmm. Well, now, this is what I never understood. It's just size. I'm good on that, man. Uh-huh. You know, I can't smoke. Plants. I know. So you passed my bedtime. I know. If uh, what were we talking about the t-shirts, man? They had a five color press, and I, 
Like nice. Five Colors makes all that shit. Yeah, like, all I that shit. Sure. That works. I do. They're oh, like so different with layers the, with the blending. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know. It's cool. And then you see it. Yeah. No, I didn't get it. And then you see it's a wall. Yeah, it's actually his chick. She was like, it's like a mind fuck, right? You see it like being assembled in layers, and you go, whoa, this was thirty-four colors. Printed and it'd go on those screens, and she'd. Now they got the laser ones that just print it. And then he burnt it with a light, and then he would take that and he would run one color. And they that thing was fit. Yeah, they had the drying rack, and we'd be folding them on the ends. You know what I'd love is seeing a band that she had with Vernon Shaw music running. An artist paint a face or a portrait upside down, and it's so crazy. Like they do it because they they so you don't have a bias because when you look at a face, your brain recognizes it. Yeah, pareidolia. Yeah, if they if they flip it upside down, it's uh they get like these more accurate shapes because they're drawing in. It's this it's crazy because they're perceiving it. You ever see someone do that? Yeah, the, yeah, I see that guy all the time, that, and he throws the paint. He like, yeah, he speed yeah. paints. He's got the dreads. He's I see, dope. I did. I seen some dude at Woodstock. He did that. He threw the paint, and he was doing it, and it was like, uh, I forget what it was when he turned around. It was Jimi Hendrix, and it was like, whoa. He did it upside down. It came out silly. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's I seen crazy. Bob Dylan at that year, too. That was like surreal. Bob Dylan was there? He, he played. Holy played shit. played with a whole freaking band. Got to see Bob. Yeah, down. man, that was my dad shizzle. That was like something he put me onto. Holy but yeah, shit. You know, he'd be like, give me a pad and learn the words to that song. And he was a political argument, you know, tell me all this shit. And that was crazy to hear that. That was huh? yeah, that and Joe Cocker. What do you say, Kev? He just talks too quiet. What's up, Papa? How long has it been like that? I think just now, maybe. Okay. It's okay. Wrap it. Where's our time at? Where are we at, Gab? 37 minutes. Why they time out? I think it might be hot. Does it have a little yellow? Is it just the screen or is it the... Yeah. Yeah, it's hot. Really? Mm -hmm. So what do we do? We still got audio. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we're Is the camera still recording? Mm -hmm. Actually, you guys just keep talking. Give me five seconds, okay? Go ahead. My man, can you can you tell us, uh, like, uh, how's your opinion on um, the change in between, like, this indoor and this outdoor stuff? Because in our area, outdoor is pretty big right now. Uh, and do, do you think there's a, a difference in the quality of, we're speaking of this oh, northeast man. to The here? consistency is just, like, down compared to what it used to be. That's why I said, man, the seeds, I feel like it's just making everybody lazy. It's kind of equal to playing field. There's a lot of different kinds of money to come in and, like, almost corrupt, I guess, the grows. We lost a lot of quality from going, like, small shops with people who really knew what they were doing to, like, if you have the money and buy the seeds, Uh, you can do whatever you need. You know, and I'm like, so then, you know, that was also probably generated some stuff, but I feel like it's kind of convoluted. Can't really tell if something's something or, you know, you get something that's called gorilla, but I don't know. It's a little, a little Yeah, crazy. I've seen stuff that's a, it's a gorilla and it's not gorilla. But back in the day, man, it was yeah. a lot more money and you only had three options, say, or two, you know, like the grapefruit, the blueberry, and whatever. Not everything ran together all at the same time. Once that was done, you had the new one that was done. Right. Yeah, or whatever. And then we had these jacks. They didn't burn that good, but that was like that super silver. And it's, you could always remember the super silver from that. Those jacks, they ran for about, I don't know, five years on the East Coast. Everywhere you went. I even think, I even think they'd be on the West Coast, too. Then you go to the West Coast and you have to buy like hydro from some chick in LA for like full price, fifty and eighth or some shit. Like that was like two thousand and 
2000. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah, like in the year 2000, buying hydro in LA. That was a little weird, I guess. So I heard all about this. It's even more expensive now. <laughs> I heard about this California weed culture, and they just had regular drill. Yeah, I wasn't impressed at the weed. Now, I, now I heard it's crazy. I mean, they keep all the good stuff there. Why are they going to send it to the East Coast where guys want to fucking nickel and dime the price? They want to pay California prices over here. So guys don't want to be bothered sending it in here. They'll keep it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. If they can make the same money there, why would it even come here? Yeah. I know. We're back. We we were down. We're always here. We were down. We were out. But we were never out of it. Yo, do you know who uh, Jet Li is? Jet Li? Uh, mm-hmm. No, didn't you own a store on uh, 81st and, and uh, 15th Street down there in uh, Astoria, Queens? No. I think 16th. <laughs> he had the Chinese market where all the Asian people would go and they'd go because he had all the products from over there with their country. Mm-hmm. So people would go there, you know, Johnny Chen and all those guys that played, yeah, the card house, the gambling house. Yeah, you know. All right, enough. Anyway, the neighborhood. Jet Li, isn't he a movie star? Is he from, where is he from? He's from China? Japan. He ain't Japanese, bro. Isn't he? Absolutely not. No, Jet Li's got to be some kind of Chinese. Do you, do you think in a, a match? His last name is Lee. In a fair match. Bruce Lee. Him. Bruce Lee, Chinese. Versus myself. What's your take? I think, I think, you know, you got a shot. Okay. I've been sizing him up for a while. I know you've been studying, you know. Have you seen him lately? I mean, uh. He's looking rough. He was eye to tiger. Grabbing. No, he's looking oh, and, rough. And, and right now. you just be Dude, real. He looked rough yeah, you know? back then. I wonder no, if no, just he's like, looking rough. I thought right he was now. just like a movie zombie because he had no lines. Let's let's take him in his prime. Because well, I, I have seen he was him. a bad motherfucker. Yeah, Didn't he have like death touch? Like Jet Li, I forget. Yeah. Some, in some of the early movies, he was just like the assassin. He came yeah, in and he was just like, killed yeah. Oh, he was dope in the one where he was yeah, fighting he himself. himself. Yeah, so dangerous. Yeah, he kept going, going through space time. Yeah, in all those dimensions. And his one evil self just murking. Wow, the, I forgot about that. Once that? you get, yeah, was, once you get married and have one. kids, you never watch a movie like that again. Oh yeah, you just can't. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess if you have a boy and shit, but then you'd be getting in trouble. You show my dad. Yeah, stuff. my my dad showed me all oh, that karate? shit. I loved fucking yeah. karate. That was like a fan, '80s man. Think about it. We had the Karate Kid. Karate Kid, the real. And I had dark hair one, and yeah. a funny accent. They said I looked like him, bro. I got more girls who look like Daniel Larusso. It was back then. It was a long time ago. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I believe you, Billy. Really. I tell you that, Billy. I feel you. So you were killing him. You made me smoke that shit, man. No, you know yeah, I'm too old for this. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude, that was a great period for movies. Uh, I was just thinking, does Daniel LaRusso want to fight? In the end, you're the best around. Never give me down. Remember, like, the neighbors invited us over. Hey, come on over. You got to watch Karate Kid on, on VHS. Uh, yeah, what, they probably rented it from the library, but whatever. What was the best soundtrack of that decade? Oh, I know it's such a killer decade for that's a hard one for movies. It's gotta yeah, be a hard when one. You young, when, when you're young like that, I don't. I wasn't really aware of that. Like the soundtrack, the albums. I mean, yeah, there were some songs. A lot of times it'd be like the young, like commercial, like the Ninja Turtle song with Vanilla Ice. Like I wasn't buying that, you know. Yeah. Okay, how old I was. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so but I, I really didn't, you know. Buy any current music like that. People sure. who get their tapes, they'd order from Columbia House and never pay for that shit. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. What the fuck? You get them cassettes. 
Oh, is that that CD list thing? Yeah, yeah, man. You get a list. You get a list, and you could always just say it to never pay for them. I don't know how many times you could do it. I, I imagine some people had that hustle down. They yeah, yeah. they were shipping them to the bando and picking them up. No one even <laughs> lived there. You know, they were doing that then. If you're watching like the hood, you'll see that happen all the time. People get stuff shipped to houses, and they just run up and get it. They don't even live there. Yeah, but sometimes if it's a mailman's route, you kind of know shit. Be careful. Yep. He's curious. <laughs> For real. And the old guy, he's like, yeah, I'm not delivering it. I'm like, chill, man, whatever, man. Fucking, it's not your problem. Those guys over there, you know, you know there was like a, they were from, I think they were from India, but they were, and they had the meat store. So we had to deliver the package. And I knew, <laughs> I knew the mailman, he was just being a funny stickler. You know, one day they had a replacement, and the guy went through it on his fucking door. I was like, oh, thank God. Not that they had anything to do with me, but man, yeah. Whew. That's crazy. I ran over, got here, the kid was calling, talking smack, too. Like, I got the duct tape thing, I know you stole it. I'm like, I didn't need nothing, bro. I, didn't, I told you not to send it there. That's hilarious. I swear to God. Oh, God, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, why, why what the fuck would you do that? Fuck that, bro. He said it says deliver. I said, oh, my God, it's there. I hopped that stockade fast. Flipped right back, boom. It was a small. Only kidding. It was, it was a movie I wrote. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it was crazy. Fucking nuts. That's wild. Holy cow. You know, you know what's even funnier? Those guys next door, they had, it was, you know, they had all this Kevin bullshit going on. They, I don't know. What they were, but they had a family downstairs, a family upstairs. The way they used to steal shit from my garden. I used to go to the garden and I had these gunguts. That's this Italian squash. It's like green, fucking like this. And, way, and I told her, man, you could take that. I forget her name. She was cool. She was, you know, an Eastern woman, like in that type of clothing. You don't want to disrespect them. And their husband had those women. Yeah, they'll go crazy. I know. I a Turkish guy at a gas station once because I told him, don't lean over that girl's tits. And I knew, like, I knew the guy's boss and shit. I tried to talk to the boss. He's like, get the fuck out of here, bro. I was like, oh, you pay for my jeans, son. Yeah, straight up. And I thought, this Turkish guy was crazy. He had a limp. Supposedly, they, he was exiled from Turkey because he killed somebody. Like, they got him out of there. Now he's in the United States, and he was in these neighborhoods. He was getting into some shit. He was nuts. Yo, I'm going to this gas station. I know his boss, but he don't know I know his boss. And I'm in this old, I got the 77, the moon cruiser, they call that shit. Gold, 70-something. It was like a Pontiac. It was like a mobster car, but like a cop car, like a parks department, gold. I can't remember that shit. Pontiac Alonso. Whatever. And, uh... Wait, what happened? What was it? Catalina? Catalina? How'd you know that, dude? I knew it, because I used I would build one with my buddy, bro. That's the only other Pontiac I could think of other than a GTO. Yeah, but what was I just doing? In the, it I looked just remember. like it. You were talking about the car you were driving. Oh, the girl. Her yep. Yes, and it wasn't even my girlfriend, man. It was like my girlfriend's friend. No, actually, my girlfriend wasn't even my girlfriend at the time. She was in the back seat with her little boyfriend. She was a little bit younger than me. So, yeah, and uh, I said, yo, dude, come around my side. That's all I said to the guy. He said, come on, to your side, because he leans in over the passenger and says, hey, give me the money. I'm like, yo. This fucking girl's like 15 with her tits hanging out. And, uh, and he's like, all I said was come around her side, man. Next thing you know, that dude was ripping me out of the car and went scrapping. And I'm like trying to USC and shit. I ended up getting the bottom. And that girl's boyfriend actually was a wrestler. So he seen me on bottom. He got scared. He's like, I thought you were losing you on bottom. I had the guy like this, bro. He almost ripped my fucking ear off, bro. He was a nasty motherfucker. And he had like a limp, like a permanent. He got like, they ran him out of Brentwood because he, he shot up some dudes and everything. He was crazy. Oh, yeah. And I knew his boss like dated some chick that I knew from whatever. I, mean, I don't know. 
I met that chick from Oakwood Deli, but she, she had money. And uh, she, she had a therapist husband. I guess she got him in the country. She had kids with him and everything. He was a cool dude. And he just threw me out like a dick. I'm like, so like I couldn't even, I didn't even, never seen him again. Yeah. Yeah. And that place was down the block from a church. That's crazy. St. John's, yeah. I never understood why that guy just jumped, like jumped out at me. So, you know, I guess, it, you know, don't go over that girl's tits. What if it was my girlfriend? All right. That's a clear line of disrespect. So yeah, I'm going to come crazy. around and fight you. <laughs> and I was just primed and ready for this night. That was like, you know. You were lit. Cocaine and steroids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. No, you were a blast. Yeah. <laughs> for, for sure. sure. Yeah. And, you know, you know what's even funny? No, that's pre-crazy Bill. That was normal Bill. Oh, that was yeah. That, that was, was early yeah. Bill. Early normal, yeah. <laughs> well, Yeah. Not young Bill, early right. Bill. Right, yes, yeah. yes, you know, yes. You know, I, you know, now I think about it. If I was to think about that shit, man, I was 22. Like, that moon cruiser was gone by 22. 21. So it wasn't like, you know. Then you spend a couple years incubating. You know, you're not out there, but... Uh, you, you, you were saying, and I think it may have been right before the podcast, but it kind of ties into beautifully in this point with the age. Like, there's an emergence of a new sense of self like a metamorphosis every 10 years oh what's up yeah and did, was there a from from 20 like you were just saying what's the what's the next uh, one into oh man, 30 yo, yeah me I was like 28 like 28 because well, like that's like the Saturn night. return I just like that's the Saturn some return shit I was though. doing I was yeah. 28 years old and that's the key and, and it was like overnight I was able to go from like a total loser yeah. to like being normal to like Almost being successful, respectable member of society again, and like you know, and it was because uh, you had to like learn from the mistakes. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And man. then you learned, good. and you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna shift that." And then I went to prison. Because <laughs> you, you know, that was from some other shit you were fighting. Bang! Or no, like that. that was after. Just to go, and it even gets better. No, I'm here right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, exactly. Ten years. That's, I've been home for ten years. Yeah, that's even crazier. Yeah. Yeah, if you and that, that and that's the next uh, gap after that, well, right? I would say no, twenty eight, and then I say thirty five. Okay, well, you know, yeah, some people, man, they might not have it at forty. It might get triggered because your know, your environment changes. Oh, and I I would say too, some people have a million of these little spurts in their lifetime. Some, some people, people never have, have any. Yeah, some people never have no. And you see, some people not yeah. getting to the next phase, and uh, I, I, you know, I feel it's sad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I want to try to educate some of these young dudes, but then you feel like, am I being a dick? Am I talking too yeah. much? And it's a, no, well, no, no. Just, you know, all those people I grew up, they always told me, and I, I kind of tried to listen to what they said because I remember they always said, respect your elders, Joe, because they're trying to teach you. They lived mm-hmm. already. Well, think about this. Back in the day, if you didn't have the internet to tell you the answers to everything, yeah. some old motherfucker was, ra- some old person was rattling off something, something that was knowledge. You know, you, know, you know, had the option to listen right. or not. You know, you listened because you not you didn't have the computer to refer yeah. to. Mm-hmm. So you learned something. Yeah, ten. Okay. You know, you did not have the, the 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 references. So if someone said something, how did you learn something? How did I learn all this interesting shit? I used to listen to that weirdo dude. I listened to some. Yeah, like you learn, and the guys who know how to do shit. Yeah, it's the nerd. It's the weirdo. Because if you ain't over obsessing over something, you probably ain't <laughs> doing Any enough. Good, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, you want to learn something as an adult, you can't, like, progress. You have to go Well, even especially when you're an adult, it's, like, something interesting for once, like school and all this. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is, like, important for, like, my life. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, you should, uh, you know, build guitars full time and throw everything at it. I'm like, everything. No, dude, I was just doing that shit for fun. Right, right. You know, and, uh, yeah, it's cool. felt great, by the way. Thank you. I love it. 
uh, gguitarsgguitars.com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I got no plugs. Plug. I, I really, you I gotta really plug it at least one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, no worries. Uh, coming soon. Yeah. Lig. Yeah. Lig guitars. I have no idea what that means. Just, we'll figure it out. Can we get a? Guys, <laughs> do a banner. Yeah, we got a banner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Point yeah. wherever you want. Yeah, fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> 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 right, it's just I'll just be editing a lot. You're good. <laughs> you do your thing. You point to wherever you want to point, my man, and we'll make it pop up. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta wrap it up. No worries. Yeah. We'll hit the shout out and then we'll roll yeah. out. So, like, we'll probably continue this another time. Thanks, as always. This was, you know, Billy G from Long Island. We appreciate you for, you know, coming on the show. Tyler in the black tea. I'm in the white tea. In the red tea, this is not sponsored by This is not sponsored by anyone but us. Thank you very much, my man. For For real. It's awesome. We talked about it, and we made it happen. For real. You could... Edit Sick good, shot. Man. Oh, we're gonna edit it good. It's gonna be hilarious. I got super high, dude. I got really excited. I said, dude, I can't go on stage right now. I can't. No, that's good. Right now. You know what's good? You always get your feet times. wet. Oh, no, you're, you're good. So I don't. I don't think we need any editing. I only meant like wherever you point, we can put the thing in post. The banner. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you want. And the sometimes because you know we've we've done a bunch of episodes now. Uh, Kevy or Glenn or if we're doing one of the other ones some of those guys will get a little cheeky and they'll start asking for things for the post process and I'm like and okay we'll guys it. I can hear you it's during like, it yeah so as always yeah, it's all know, good but yeah appreciate the crew appreciate everyone for yo, being here I loved here. it I was like yo I was super impressed I seen lights I was really like yo I got stage fright that's a little legit right yeah. told you Amazing. we're kind of legit no, dude, dude, you, yo, dude. you did great homie Yo, yeah, I'm we're definitely going to have to have some more talks, too. You guys are already good at it. I can get good at this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it We'd love great. to have a little, definitely, like, the... I blinked, and I felt the hour had kind of slipped the, the by. Billy like, there's G a lot corner. more to talk oh, about. Oh, there's so sure. much, and man. And we can do better, so don't, don't, let's not put out a ton of content, you know? Tease it. And, yo, I really feel like I could do better. Okay. Oh, my man. The beautiful part about podcasting is, much like the cannabis community, it's all about just, like... Having being a, real, some love, being real, having some love, and so the the great part is, man, we're gonna have more conversations. For you sure. know what yeah. I'm saying? This so isn't over. It's dope, you know. So, and it sounds like we have so yeah. much more to talk about. For real. Wait, wait, hold on a second. I can go somewhere and they like when I talk. Oh shit! It's fucking, yeah. crazy. It's fucking heaven to me, right? For real. <laughs> For real. That's where the lights are oh here. Oh my god! Heaven, the lights and the mics. For real. You know it. But you know, as always, you know, check us out on YouTube, Apple uh, Podcast Addict, Spotify. (laughs) Check us out everywhere. Like, subscribe, share. We appreciate you guys very much. As always, fire in. Fire out. Thank you for coming to the gas station. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you, Bill G. Dope. I love it. You killed it. It was awesome.